Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Ariana Grande, Jody Sweeten, Lizzo, Nene Leakes, Travis Barker, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Hey, Dad. Your prescription will be ready in just a minute. Hey, Dad. Your laundry will be ready in just a minute. Dad, your lunch will be ready in just a minute. Hey, honey, why don't you take a minute? When you help care for a loved one, you give them as much time as you can. But it's just as important to take time for yourself. AARP can help. Find free care guides to support you and your loved one at aarp.org slash caregiving. That's aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve. By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Here's today's STEM tip. Make your selfies look even better with science. Take your pics at golden hour right before the sun sets. The wavelengths made by the atmosphere create a perfect golden light for that beautiful face of yours. Learn more at Chic and STEM. A message from the Ad Council. Tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. Tell me what you think. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at thatsentertain1. That's T-H-A-T-S, entertain, and the number 1. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto14, stiletto like the high heel shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. And you can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a mostly sunny 83 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout-out to all my listeners, whether you're on the East Coast listening, the West Coast listening, somewhere in Europe, somewhere in Africa, or even in the land down under. Shout-out to Australia. Thank you again for joining me every Wednesday, as always. So how has everyone been? How has your day been so far? How has your week been so far? Um, Lots to talk about, as usual. Uh, This week we're going to be talking about uh, how uh, here in the United States the uh, Supreme Court 
has just overturned uh, Roe versus Wade, and uh, there's been a lot of celebrities who have been vocal about the decision. Um, uh, from Lizzo, who we're going to be talking about earlier and uh, later, uh, Olivia Rodrigo, Pink, Megan Thee Stallion, uh, Taraji P. Henson, who just hosted the BET Awards this past weekend. She had something to say about it. Even the Duchess of Sussex has something to say about it. Uh, my opinion on it, um, I think it's um, it's not good. It's not good because I said before a couple of weeks ago that I do not see this country moving forward. It's going backwards with a lot of these policies that they're putting into place. And with this latest, with the Roe versus Wade uh, decision being overturned, it's going to affect millions of people. Even though you might not think it is, it will. Um, and people, you know, this, this stigma behind the decision that is all about, uh, you know, abortions, but it's, it's a whole lot more than that. Uh, there are issues of uh, women being raped by their rapists. Um, also, uh, if, if a woman is being um, a victim of incest, uh, also, there could be issues with the pregnancy. You know, sometimes, um, you know, when you get that sonogram, you don't even know you're uh, – and, and that's another thing. Most women, most, don't even know they're pregnant in six weeks. And there's a lot of states in this country that say you cannot have an abortion. Uh, I think it's uh, before six weeks or after. I'm not sure. But – a lot of times women don't even know that they're pregnant between, you know, until maybe a month later in some cases, and there have been cases. Um, so they really are setting this country back, and I had said it before and I had said it again, this is going to affect a lot of people, and not just women. Men, too, believe it or not. It's going to affect a lot of men, too, because uh the Duchess of Sussex even said that we need more men to be more vocal about this overturning of Roe versus Wade. Uh, the Duchess of Sussex also spoke with uh, feminist icons like Gloria Steinman uh, that she, uh, for an article for Vogue on the U.S. Supreme Court decision to reverse the landmark ruling, um, which made abortion legal for millions of women across America. She said that... Um, Prince Harry, uh, his reaction to the shocking decision was guttural, just like her own. She said that men need to be vocal in this movement and beyond because these are decisions that affect relationships, families, and communities at large, okay? And it also, too, in certain states, for example, Texas, if a woman suspects a man to be the father of her child, there's a law where, and and without any proof, he could be charged with uh, child support, even though there's no proof that he is the the the, 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 the child's father, and that could uh, play, uh, deplete all his money from child support. From if he has a job, they could uh, deplete all his money from his account, his his job, his work, even if he's not even the father of the child. And um, I know that uh, 
certain women who had uh, babies who had spina bifida who didn't even know the baby had that or has Down syndrome, sometimes you don't know this in six weeks or less. You don't know. And sometimes they have to terminate the pregnancy because of the health of the baby. So it's a lot of celebrities have been very, very vocal about this uh, decision, uh, this latest ruling. Pink even said, she even went to the point of saying that if you buy my records and you are against Roe versus Wade, she said, I don't want you, I don't want you buying my records anymore. That's how far she went. I don't want you buying my records anymore. She was dead serious. Okay? She does not want you to buy her records. Um, Megan Thee Stallion had did a show recently where she she was um, black putting the, uh, the Supreme Court decision on um, blast. And uh, Lizzo, what she's doing right now is that she is getting ready to... Uh, Matter of fact, she is using her voice to support women reproductive rights, and she's pledging five hundred thousand to support Planned Parenthood and abortion rights. So it's been quite a week, quite a weekend actually, because of this sudden overturn of Roe versus Wade, a fifty-year uh, case that's been pushed back. And and like I said before, it's not just the women are being affected. Poor women, poor uh, men who only make if you if you a man, you're working and you're paying child support, and you don't if you make under ten thousand dollars, you're gonna be screwed because they're gonna take every bit of that child support. Also, too, this um, this recent decision, men have to be careful with who they sleep with. Because now, if you have all of a sudden you got an oops baby, she has to keep the baby because your state says that abortion is illegal. So you have to be very careful out here whether you want to lay down with this person or not because it will cost you, not just, just, just for the women, for the men as well. See, they're not thinking that it will affect these men. Especially poor men, poor men, especially men of color who don't make that much money. They don't know what they did, and see, and that's the thing. They don't realize that when they make decisions like this, that it has consequences. You think you have you want to see more? They're going to bring back women who lay in a back alley with with the coat hanger next to her, bloody, with the embryo out on the street, laying there next to her, it's going to get bad. It's going to get bad. So when you make these decisions like that, you've got to think, you got to look at the big picture, not just that small window. So this week, again, we're going to be talking about uh, certain celebrities who uh, – one of them being Lizzo, who's contributing to fan planethood, planethood, parenthood. Sorry. Um, also, this week we're going to be also talking about um, Ariana Grande. Apparently, uh, she has a stalker, and this stalker once again uh, has uh, apparently has violated the restraining order, and. 
she can't shake this guy off. He's very persistent. We're going to be talking about that. Also this week we're going to be talking about uh, actress Jodie Sweetin. She uh, is another one who was uh, at a... She was in Southern California. You know, you know her from um, the Full House. She was one of the daughters. She played Stephanie Tanner, and she was at a peaceful protest against Roe versus Wade, and she was hurled several feet by police. Okay, she was knocked down to the ground. So she's another celebrity. Again, Lizzo, we're going to be talking about her. We're going to be also talking about NeNe Lease, who's reportedly in talks with Bravo, NBC, Universal, and Andy Cohen to settle that discrimination lawsuit that she filed against them. And also we're going to be talking about uh, Travis Barker. Apparently he was rushed to the hospital all of a sudden uh, with an unknown condition. So, uh, And that's just the tip of the iceberg. And also R. Kelly is in New York. He's in Brooklyn, actually. Uh, he will be sentenced today in a Brooklyn federal court. Uh, the prosecutors have recommended that Kelly gets 25 years or more in prison for sexually abusing teenagers for almost three decades. So without further ado, let's get started. Ariana Grande found herself unable to shake off one persistent stalker on the seven-ring hitmaker's 29th birthday. A longtime stalker of hers was alleged to have violated the restraining order that prohibits him from coming anywhere near the singer by trying to break into her house in Montecito, California. The stalker, who is identified as Aaron Brown, came uninvited to the singer's residence on Sunday, June 26, uh, according to TMZ. The stalker was reported to have accidentally set off the security alarms when he broke into the property, prompting the police to show up and arrest him. The incident took place two days before Aaron was supposed to turn himself in for allegedly violating his restraining order in his attempt to reach Ariana. The singer, fortunately, was not at home at the time of the break-in, and following his arrest by the police, Aaron was arraigned on charges of stalking, burglary, damaging power lines, as well as violation of court order and obstruction. He has since been placed in custody but pleaded not guilty to the charges. This incident, in the meantime, was not the first time Aaron attempted to get close to Ariana. Back in September of 21, he came up to Ariana's Hollywood Hills home in Los Angeles and threatened her security guards with a large hunting knife. He was heard screaming, um, quote, I'll effing kill you and her. The Rain on Me singer pleaded with the Los Angeles Supreme Court to grant Aaron a restraining order. Aaron was not the only stalker Ariana had to deal with. Another man by the name of Fidel Henriquez was also arrested in May of 2020. He snuck past the singer's security guard to leave her a love note at the door. After allegedly spitting on the police who arrested him, he was charged with misdemeanor trespassing and felony battery. That is so scary. I just feel for these celebrities who have these stalkers who are really deranged, and they will do anything and everything just to get close to these stars and harass them and threaten them. So it's it's very scary. 
Right now we have 15 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week between 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern Time, I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you like to follow us and you would like us to check us out on social media, we have a Facebook Facebook page, just go to Facebook.com slash That's Entertainment dot radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T H A T S Entertain in the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto fourteen. That's S T I L E T T O and the number fourteen. You can also follow me on the gram at T Jones Gibbs. Uh, Jody Sweeten is apparently nursing a minor injury after being shoved to the ground during an abortion right protest over the weekend. The actress was seen with a bruised arm when she was spotted out for the first time since the demonstration. The Full House alum was photographed on Monday, June 27, after, uh, outside her Southern California home. Uh, in photos obtained by the Daily Mail, the Stephanie Tanner depictor on the ABC series and its Netflix spinoff has some discoloration on her right bicep, which was visible as she was sporting a sleeveless top. Now, uh, she wore like a tank top, she wore some jeans, she had some sunglasses on when she arrived at her home that day. She uh, was very casual. And she was thrown to the ground during a peaceful protest against the Roe versus Wade overturn on Saturday, June 25th, after being hurled several feet. She managed to stand up seconds later and continued to protest for a person's right to a safe abortion in response to the Supreme Court decision to reverse the 1973 Roe v. Wade ruling. And following the incident, Jody assured that she would continue voicing her thoughts on the matter until the public outcry is heard. I'm telling you, it is getting real out here. And all throughout that, after the the ruling came and throughout the weekend, everybody in several major cities was protesting against the ruling. So it's getting real out here. Pop star Lizzo is using her voice to support women's re- reproductive rights after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. The Truth Hurts singer pledged $500,000 to support Planned Parenthood and abortion rights organization following last Friday's ruling, which ended the federal right to get an abortion. Lizzo said uh, that constant promoter Live Nation promised to match with an additional 500000 to bring their joint pledge to $1 million. Lizzo said in her Instagram announcement, she said, quote, the most important thing is action and loud voices. Planned Parenthood and abortion funds and organizations like them will need funding to continue offering services to people who are most harmed by this ban. Black women and women of color have historically had disproportionately less access to family planning resources. This is a great loss, but not a new one, unquote. The money will be raised through ticket sales for Lizzo's upcoming tour, which begins September 23rd and runs through November 18th. The tour includes uh, an October 2nd show at Madison Square Garden right here in New York City. Rage Against the Machine on Friday vowed to donate the 475000 that the band has raised from charity ticket sales to support reproductive rights organizations in Wisconsin and Illinois. 
NeNe Leakes is reportedly in talks with Bravo, NBC Universal, and Andy Cohen to settle the discrimination lawsuit that she filed against them. According to a new report, they are negotiating to settle the lawsuit outside of court. Page 6 states that the Atlanta judge granted the parties a 45-day extension uh, today, actually, June 29th, until August 19th, after the defendants request more time to negotiate the dispute. Bravo, Cohen, and NBCU claim in a motion filed on June 24th that according to contract agreements existing between them and leaks, the ongoing dispute are already subject to arbitration in New York. Additionally, the motion noted that the former The Real Housewife of Atlanta star disagreed with the notion of arbitration. However, both parties are in the process of negotiating this issue in an attempt to avoid the time and expense of a motion to compel arbitration through their respective counsel. The judge granted the deadline extension after both sides agreed that a 45-day extension is appropriate to complete these discussions. Leaks exited The Real Housewives of Atlanta in September of 2020, addressing her departure from the hit Bravo reality TV show. She said in a YouTube video on her channel that she could not reach a deal with the network despite a lot of emotional negotiations. Later in April 2021, she filed a lawsuit against Cohen, Bravo, and NBCU, accusing them of encouraging racism on the show. The 54-year-old TV personality who is black alleged that the team ignored her complaints about years of racism from her former co-host, co-star uh, Kim Zodiac Berman. Le- uh, leaks claimed that, Zo- uh, 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 that Kim Zodiac uh, racially offensive and stereotypical comments about her and Candy Burris in 2012 during the fifth season. She allegedly called her neighborhood a ghetto and used the N-word to refer to the Glee alum and other black housewives in a dispute. And despite the complaints, Leak claimed that the executives did not terminate their relationship with Zosiac Berman nor take any other meaningful action to put an end to her racially offensive behavior and rewarded her on spin-off series instead. NBC, Bravo, and True Forces, a corporation and workplace culture in which racially insensitive and inappropriate behavior is tolerated, if not encouraged. That's what the suit read. Wow. And Travis Barker was rushed to a hospital Tuesday in Los Angeles with an unknown condition. Courtney Kardashian was by Barker's side at the hospital. The two got married last month. Barker, who was uh, now 46, was taken to West Hills Hospital and later transported to a top-notch Cedar sinai Medical Center, and that was according to TMZ. Earlier on Tuesday, Barker tweeted, quote, God save me, unquote. In 2018, Barker was hospitalized with blood clots, a a staph infection, and cellulitis, a bacterial skin infection. The blood clots occurred in the Blink-182 drummer's arm. After the news of Barker's uh, hospitalization broke, his daughter, Alabama, posted an Instagram uh, post writing, quote, please send your prayers with a sad emoji. 
And uh, R. Kelly will be sentenced today in Brooklyn Federal Court. Prosecutors have recommended that Kelly gets 25 years or more in prison for sexually abusing teenagers for almost three decades. According to the New York Post, prosecutors from the U.S. Attorney Office for the Eastern District of New York explain why Kelly should be behind bars for more than 25 years in a 31-page memo. And this is what the memo read. This is just a portion of it. It said, indeed, the defendant decade of crime appeared to have been fueled by narcissism and a belief that his musical talent absorbs now, absolve him or any need to confirm his conduct. No matter how predatory, harmful, humili- humiliating, or abusive to other, to the structure of the law, unquote. Now, R. Kelly was found guilty of racketeering, acts of bribery, sexual exploitation of a child, kidnapping, eight counts of violating the, the Man Act, and sex trafficking charges. He was accused of being the head of a criminal enterprise whose goal was to lure in teenage girls and boys for sexual abuse and exploitation. And during his trial in September of 2021, 45 witnesses testified against the convicted predator. Witnesses who testified include women who said he promised to help them launch their music career, but instead physically and sexually abused them. A former member of the Step in the Name of Love singer Entourage admitted to bribing a government official to obtain a fake ID for a then 15-year-old Aaliyah so she could marry 27-year-old Kelly in 1994. Someone else testified and claimed they saw him perform sexual acts on Aaliyah when she was 13 or 14 years old. Right now we have here uh, 25 minutes after the hour. Coming up, we're going to be talking about uh, Wendy Williams. Apparently she's going to get behind the mic. I'll tell you what she's planning on doing. And uh, and uh, the BET Awards 2022 Went down as Cultural's Biggest Night. I'll tell you who were some of the winners of that award show. And uh, Woody Allen's uh, filmmaking career may soon reach its final act. And uh, this week's box office is all shook up. I'll tell you what movie was number one over the weekend. And uh, ER actress Mary Mara has died. She died in a possible drowning in upstate New York. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't go anywhere.
Her podcast doesn't have a premiere date yet. Her manager, Will Selby, says she's figuring out if she wants to partner with a streaming platform or release her podcast independently. Williams didn't appear on the entire 13th season of the Wendy Williams show and also wasn't involved in the farewell episode. Producer wanted it to happen, but for some reason it didn't work out. And that's what uh, a source said uh, from page six. As expected... The BET Awards 2022 went down as culture, culture's biggest night, um, airing via the network on Sunday, June 27. Hip hop and pop culture's biggest names was recognized for their contribution to the entertainment world and the black community. Heading into the ceremony, Doja Cat led the pack of potential winners with her six nominations: Drake and uh, Ari Lennox trailing shortly behind, receiving four nominations each. Interesting, neither of the three won awards at the ceremony despite their lead in nominations. Instead, the award show big winners include Will Smith, Anderson Pack, Kendrick Lamar, and Thames. Additionally, Diddy received a nice Lifetime Achievement Award and was celebrated by hosts Taraji P. Henson, Mary J. Bly, and Kanye West. Now, for all the winners uh, that night, Best Female R&B Pop Artist went to Jasmine Sullivan. Best Male R&B Pop Artist went to The Weeknd. Uh, Best Female Hip Hop Artist went to Megan Thee Stallion. Best Male Hip Hop Artist went to Kendrick Lamar. Best Group went to Silk Sonic. Best Collaboration went to Essence, featuring WizKid and Justin Bieber and Thames. Um, Best New Artist went to Lotto. Video of the Year went to Family Ties, Bobby Keane, and Kendrick Lamar. Video Director of the Year went to Anderson Pack, a.k.a. Director Pack. And Dr. Bobby Jones' Best Gospel Inspirational Award, Jire, uh, Elevated Worship, I'm sorry, Award, went to uh, uh, We Win, Little Baby, and Kirk Franklin. Uh, the BET Her Award went to Mary J. Bly for Good Morning Gorgeous. Best International Act went to Thames from Nigeria. Best Movie went to King Richard. Best Actor went to Will Smith for King Richard. Best Actress went to Zendaya for Euphoria and Spider-Man No Way Home. Best Young Star Award went to Marseille Martin from uh, Blackish. And Sportswoman of the Year Award went to Naomi Osaka, and Sportsman of the Year went to Steph Curry. So congratulations to all the winners and nominees of the 22, 22 BET Awards. And speaking of the BET Awards, um, you know, they said that uh, this year's award show uh, drew a record-breaking 3.2 million viewers during its live broadcast on Sunday night. Now, according to a press release, viewership was up 34% versus last year's taping. And in a breakdown of how and where the show was viewed, a total of 2.2 million people tuned in on the BET network alone, outside of watching on other networks like BET Her, Comedy Central, Logo, MTV, MTV2, Pop, TV Land, and VH1. 
BET now houses the top two performing cable award shows of 2022 for black viewers. The 2022 BET Award, number one, and the NAACP Image Award, number two. This year's BET Award were fully loaded with must-see and rare moments and claimed the title of the most socially impactful show on all of the TV that social media and uh, that broke its own records for best performing telecast on BET Digital across Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook with a total of more than 103 million social interactions. Viewers also used the hashtag BET Awards, which was top trending on Twitter for five hours worldwide. And for those who didn't get a chance to view the highly innovative program, which included an appearance from Mariah Carey, a star-studded Diddy tribute, an explosive opening act from Lizzo, and more, BET will be airing an encore presentation on Thursday, June 30th at 9 p.m. Eastern on the original BET Network. Woody Allen's filmmaking career may soon reach his final act. Allen said Tuesday during an Instagram Live interview with Alec Baldwin that he likely won't write or direct many more movies. Uh, Allen told Baldwin, quote, I'll probably make at least one more movie, but a lot of the thrill is gone because it doesn't have the whole cinema effect. When I started, you do a film and it would go into a movie house and a movie house all over the country and people would come by the hundreds to watch it in big groups on a big screen. And he also said that frequently, uh, he said films frequently go from theaters to streaming services or other at-home platforms in a matter of weeks now. The controversial filmmaker didn't address his adopted daughter Dylan Farrell's sexual abuse allegations against him during Tuesday's interview, but has previously denied the claim. Farrell claimed that Allen abused her in 1992 when she was seven. Allen was in a relationship with actress Mia Farrell when they adopted Dylan as a baby. Allen sued Amazon in 2019 after the media company canceled a four-movie deal with him as the abuse allegation garnered renewed attention during the hashtag MeToo movement. Allen and um, Amazon settled the dispute later that year. Now, Farrell's accusation drew attention again last year when it was covered on the HBO documentary series Allen vs. Farrell. Allen has never been charged with a crime. In announcing uh, their interview on Sunday, Baldwin wrote that he had zero interest in anyone's judgment. Allen said he plans to film a movie in Paris later this year. And this week's box office is all shook up. Top Gun Maverick is back on top of being hound dogged by the new Elvis movie. The Tom Cruise-led action sequel and the Boz Lerman-directed Elvis biopic tied for the number one spot at the domestic box office over the weekend, both making an estimated $30.5 million. Another strong weekend for Top Gun Maverick pushed the film past $1 billion globally, giving Cruise his first movie ever to reach that threshold. Top Gun Maverick has made $521 million in North America through its first five weekends in theaters. This is the third box office win for Maverick, which is the highest-grossing movie of 2022. The film comes nearly four decades after the original Top Gun and centers on Cruise Maverick training a new generation of Navy pilots. Elvis also hit a high note with international audiences, adding an additional $20 million overseas during its first weekend in theaters. 
the film star Austin Butler as Elvis Presley and depict the king of rock and roll accent to superstardom as well as the struggles he faced throughout his life. Tom Hanks plays the musician controversial manager Colonel Tom Parker, while Olivia Diljonge, I think that's how you pronounce her name, portrays the singer's wife Priscilla Presley. Elvis is the first film directed by Lerman since The Great Gatsby, which came out in 2013. And finishing third at the domestic box office over the weekend was Jurassic World Dominion. Is that Dominion? Yeah, Jurassic World Dominion, which added $26.4 million. Now, the dinosaur epic won the previous two weeks' box office and has now made... $302 $302 million in North America, and get this, $746 million worldwide. And directed by Colin Trevorrow, the, uh, Dominion is the third and final film in the Jurassic World trilogy and the sixth film in the Jurassic film franchise. The movie reunites the original Jurassic Park stars like Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Jeff Goldblum for the first movie together since the 1993 original Jurassic Park. And rounding out the North America box office top five with a newly released horror movie, The Black Phone, starring Ethan Hawke, which made $23.4 million to finish fourth, and the Toy Story uh, spinoff Lightyear, led by Chris Evans, which added $17.7 million to come in fifth. The July movie slate promises more box office fireworks with the animated prequel Minions, The Rise of Gru, due out this Friday before Marvel's much-anticipated Thor, Love and Thunder, strikes into theaters July 8th. ER actress uh, Mary Mara, who police said died in a possible drowning in upstate New York, may have suffered a head injury before her death. That's what a representative for the star had said. She may have sustained the injury in a slip and fall. That's what the representatives told TMZ, citing what investigators told the actress' family. Mara was 61. She was found dead in St. Lawrence River at Cape Vincent on Sunday. Uh, That's what New York State Police have said. Investigators told uh, Mara's relatives that she may have slipped after swimming due to abrasions they observed on her face. Now, this is according to TMZ. Mara, who was born in Syracuse, had a recurring role as Loretta Sweet on ER and a leading role on the 1990s police drama series Nash Bridges. The actress also appeared on episodes of Law & Order, NYPD Blue, and Criminal Minds. And uh, Mandy Moore is pumping the brakes on touring for now. Uh, On Tuesday, the In Real Life singer announced that she made the difficult decision to end her tour early in a written statement shared on Instagram. Moore, who is currently expecting her second child with husband Taylor Goldsmith, explained that being on tour was too challenging amid her pregnancy. Last week, the singer-songwriter shared a photo on her Instagram story featuring a sonogram from a recent OB appointment. In the caption, Moore says she's keeping on schedule with all her appointments while on the road touring her new album, In Real Life. The actress announced on Instagram earlier this month that she is pregnant, expecting her second baby boy with Goldsmith this fall. Moore and Goldsmith are already parents to 15-month-old son, August Gus. Harrison. 
Right now we have 16 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break. And when I come back, I'm going to give you the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. Life. Life is the only thing we need. They need me to go, but I don't want to leave. Rest in peace, little kid. Pigeonhole, I'm a night out, it's a different mode. I'ma have to make a pain of six on a pinky toe. Heard you with a shooting guard, just let it know. I would have your court side, not the middle row. All good love in a minute though. I can't stress about no cause I'm a timid soul. Plus I'm cooking up ambition on the kitchen stove. Pots start to bubble, see the sun, that's good to go. Say I'm suave, but I can't get me cold. Bro, think you John Wayne. I bought them yellow stones, love the way they hang, babe. The silicone, everybody fake now. You can crack the code, bust down everything. Set in rose gold, dread talking to you like I'm J. Cole. I could tell it good before I even know. Don't tell me that you model if you ain't been involved. Gotta throw a party for my day one. They ain't in the studio, but they'll lay some. Rest in peace, the drama king. We was straight stunned. Y'all don't like the way I talk. Say something. Gotta throw a party for my day one. Pull up and you know it's us a base jump. Y'all don't like the way I talk and say something. Gotta throw a party for my day one. They ain't in the studio, but they'll lay some. Rest in peace, the drama king. We was straight stunned. If I let my 21 tell it do That was the latest from Drake featuring 21 Savage and Jimmy Cooks. And speaking of Drake, well, Drake's reign of dominance shows no sign of any ending anytime soon. The uh, megastar recently scored his 11th 
chart-topping album after his latest release, Honestly, Never Mind, which debuted at number one on the Billboard 200. The project blockbuster opening week also marked the latest milestone in the Six Gods career as he becomes the fifth artist in music history to have at least 11 of their albums reach number one. Drake joins a rare class that includes some of the most iconic and acclaimed acts of all time. With Honestly, Never Mind, Drake is currently tied with Bruce Springsteen and Barbara Streisand for the third most number one album, trailing only Jay-Z and the Beatles, who currently hold the record with 19 Billboard chart-topping albums of their own. Honestly, Never Mind also accounts for the fourth biggest streaming week of an album in 2022, with 250 million streams after falling short of Future's I Never Like You at 284 million streams. Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, 343 million streams. And Bad Bunny's Un Verano Team D with 357 million streams. Drake could potentially score his 11 chart-topping song on the Billboard Hot 100 with Jimmy Cooks, his collaboration with 21 Savage, which is currently projected to debut at number one. And uh, Britney, uh, I'm sorry, Britney Spears' ex-husband, uh, actually, uh, you know, he, you guys heard that he kind of crashed her uh, wedding, right? Uh, well, her ex-husband, he's going to trial on a stalking felony and other charges for allegedly bringing to the, breaking into the singer's home just hours before her wedding to Sam Asgari. Uh, a Victoria County judge, David R. Worley, ruled in a two-hour preliminary hearing on Monday that there is enough evidence against Jason Alexander to take the charges against him to trial. Along with the stalking felony, Alexander, who is now 40, has been charged with misdemeanor counts of trespassing and refusing to leave private property, vandalism, and battery per his booking form with the Ventura County Sheriff's Office. His bail is set at $100,000. He has pleaded not guilty to all charges. That's what the court records show. Uh, Britney Spears was previously granted a three-year restraining order against Alexander that ordered him to stay at least 100 yards away from the circus singer. And rap star Fat Joe will be entertaining households across America with a forthcoming television show based on his life and the series is slated to air on Stars. The Bronx native spoke about the new endeavor, which will draw from his upcoming memoir, The Book of Jose, during a recent appearance on the My Expert Opinion podcast. Having previously appeared in several films during his three-decade career, Fat Joe's last role in the TV series was at Winnie Wynn Winford in Spike Lee's Netflix drama She Gotta Have It. He previously broke the news of his expanded foray into Tinseltown with Vibe back in April. The Book of Jose, a memoir written in the STEM journalist and former Vibe magazine editor Shaheen Reed, will be released in November of 2022. Pre-orders of the book are available on Amazon. And Billy Porter is one Oscar away from being among the elite group of EGOT winners, and his new first-look deal may be the key to getting him there. The Emmy-winning actor is returning to his network home with his new production company, Incognito, and producing partner DJ Gunningham to create and develop new content. 
Porter most recently worked with Gunningham on his feature directorial debut, Anything's Possible, slated for release on July 22nd on Prime Video. Their production company is centered around Porter's brand of elevated, innovative, culturally relevant substance that intended to have his talents and taste on full display across a slew of platforms. VH1 and the game-changing tattoo reality show Black and Crude New York has reportedly made an executive decision to cut ties with its show star Caesar Emanuel. A recorded clip from a ring camera surfaced online on Wednesday, June 22nd, showing the 43-year-old tattoo shop owner striking his dog with a folding chair several times and then locking the pup in a cage before pushing it down a hill. In a tweet posted on Thursday, June 23rd, VH1 responded to the incident with uh, saying, quote, we have made the decision to cut ties with Caesar Emanuel from Black Ink Crew, New York, since ne- next season was close to finishing production. This decision will not impact the upcoming season, unquote. And although it's unclear when the unearthed video actually took place, Caesar lawyer told people that, Caesar is an avid dog lover and has many dogs and had had in his lifetime many dogs and other pets. This was an unfortunate situation as they understood it where there was a number of other aggressive dogs attacking smaller dogs and probably was a lap of judgment as to how to appropriately break it up or break up that interaction. Uh, in uh, some ways, what was not seen in that video was him protecting the smaller dogs. He just likely didn't do this in the best way. So he's seeking assistance and helping to make sure that as a dog owner, he properly managing it and understanding how to interact in more healthy ways with all types of dogs and all of his dogs. But this is certainly a situation that he had addressed a long time ago. Uh, it's unfortunate that a video that probably almost a year old or older surfaced and created such a disruption. Um, it's something that uh, that they had addressed and they're being addressing for some time. Now, according to Deadline, the show had already started production for its upcoming 10th season and will still air. However, the show is expected to address the situation in some way during its premiere. The video seemed to have ignited more once Caesar co-star Donna Lombardi reposted the graphic video on her Instagram account. Cheryl Lee Ralph and Charlize Theron has been named as the honorees for the Elizabeth Taylor Ball to end A's. The Tony Award-dominated Dreamgirl star and Academy Award-winning beauty will be awarded during the annual fundraiser gala for the Elizabeth Taylor A's Foundation on September 15th event at West Hollywood Park in California. Both actresses and humanitarians are the founders of Los Angeles headquartered nonprofit organization, which helps in the fight to end the A's epidemic, uh, Ralph, the Diva Foundation, and Charlene Theron's Africa Outreach Project. Ralph, who's currently star on the breakout ABC sitcom Abbott Elementary, launched her foundation in honor of her, her many friends lost to the deadly disease during her days on the Great White Way in the 1980s. Theron, who founded her organization in 2007, said the fight against HIV-AIDS was always close to her heart since childhood in South Africa. Founded in 1991 by the late Hollywood legend, the organization launched the ball for its 
30th anniversary last year. Inaugural honorees were Emmy, Grammy, and Tony Award-winning powerhouse Billy Porter, America's top expert on infectious disease Dr. Anthony Fauci, AMFAR and AIDS policy and advocacy expert Sandra Thurman, and uh, it was sponsored by the it's sponsored by the Jalid Sciences with support from American Airlines. And this year's event will feature a dinner, live performances, and a live auction in partnership with Christie's, allowing attendees to get a chance to view exclusive items from Elizabeth Taylor's archives. Kevin Hart has revealed the lineup of talented guests for the return of his talk show, Heart to Heart. The comedian is set to be joined by Pete Davidson. Uh, Tracy Ellis Ross, Jay-Z, Saweetie, Kristen Stewart, Mike Tyson, Mark Wahlberg, Tyler Perry, Chris Rock, and Seth MacFarlane for intimate conversations where no subject is off limits. According to a press release, a one-hour interview takes place in Hart's wine cellar where Hart and his guests engage in inspiring, insightful, and humorous unfiltered conversations. Last season guests included Don Cheadle, Cameron Diaz, Brian Cranston, uh, Jimmy Kimball, and Taraji P. Henson. The second season premieres on Thursday, July 14th, with new one-hour episodes dropping weekly. And Carol Burnett has been tapped to start in the final sec- season of the acclaimed drama Better Call Sal. AMC announced Monday that Burnett will guest in multiple episodes of the series' sixth season, playing a character named Marion. The gritty Breaking Bad spinoff, which returned for its final six episodes beginning July 11, happened to be the six-time Emmy Award winner's favorite show. Breaking Bad starring Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul will also appear in the final season of Better Call Sal, reprising their original roles of Walter White and Jesse Pinkman. Uh, Carol Burnett, who's now 89, who became a household name in the 60s and 70s with her trailblazing primetime variety show, The Carol Burnett Show, appeared in the animated TV series Scooby-Doo and Guess Who, playing herself in a voice role last year. And following the arrival of Ella May's assisted single, Keep On Falling, uh, Keeps On Falling, a babyface announced this new album, Girls' Night Out, is coming this fall. Described as a sonic journey through love, heartbreak, and all the emotions in between, the album will feature some of R&B's top female acts, including Ella May, Kalani, Ari Lennox, Queen Naja, Dochi, and more. This marks his first full-length release since signing to Capitol Records. The acclaimed soundtrack, Waiting to Excel, from the 1995 film, was his last album to feature solely female acts. But it's unclear if each track will be a duet or stand as individual songs produced by the legendary singer-songwriter. The LP lead single, Keep on Falling, uh, gained its first live performance at the 2022 BET Awards this past Sunday. Girls' Night Out will be released on October 29th. And uh, that's going to do it for me for this week. Uh, Tune in next time when we do it all over again. Uh, You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Make sure you stay safe. Stand up for your rights. And uh, have a great weekend, and uh, make sure you tune in next time. Take care.